You just made a great decision because you decided to tune in to the Football v. Football podcast. This is the definitive top 10 tight ends of all time. And I ain't talking anatomy. We're talking football players. And you're going to want to stick around until the end of the podcast because we got some surprising picks. This is a list unlike any other. We got the crew here. O-Y-N-F and the Rada. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm great, baby. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I, I hope we don't have disasters like we did with the wide receivers. No, no, don't worry. Kyle Rudolph is, is definitely top three on, on all of our lists. So. For sure. Top three Viking of all time. Top three wide or tight end of all time. 100%. He doesn't, he doesn't even know Viking tight ends. Well. No, no, I know. I know Kyle Rudolph, man. But cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's just jump right in, fellas. Number 10, we got Ozzie Newsome, the Cleveland Brown great. He was on my list and OY's list, so I'm going to give OY the floor. Ozzie Newsome, where'd you have him? What do you think of him? Yeah, so let's see. I had Ozzie a little higher. I had him at 8, um, and I think stood out to me about Ozzy. So I think like of the 80s, um, so disclaimer for everybody who's like older than like 85, we're going from 1980 on. So now if you didn't have to watch Mike Ditka highlights or tape. So He did not want to watch Mike um, Ditka highlights. He no, made that very clear. No, absolutely not. Um, no, but so I think Newsom and Callan Winslow, which... Who knows if he makes the list or not, but, you know, from, in my opinion, those are the two best tight ends of the 80s, right? Two best tight ends of the decade. And the point that I was going to make was it seemed like with tight ends, there was like this era from like the 50s and 60s where you kind of had like, you know, it was like a golden era of sorts. And then it seems like it kind of fell off a little bit. And I think what we'll see later on in the pod is, you know, there was another golden era. But anyways, with Newsom, I think, you know, he was – one of the two best tight ends while he was playing. And if you look at, they're not, you know, they don't hold up today. But Ike's time, you know, the only tight end who was better, you know, when he was playing was um, was Kellen Winslow. And, you know, this guy was an all-80s team, multiple-time uh, pro bowler, made the all-pro team. So, you know, I had to have him on the list. And then, you know, as a bonus – He's probably the greatest player turned GM, at least in the NFL. Yeah, at least in the NFL. He's, it doesn't matter to the list, but it's kind of just a bonus point that I think I would make here. Yeah. Yeah, just to clarify, like oh, I mentioned, so this is, uh, first of all, this is, again, a collective list. Everyone sent me their list. This is an amalgamated list. And then also we're going to go by where uh, we're going to start. People had to play in the 80s. Yeah, so they had to start in the 80s. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. So... Yeah, OY. So we're we're simpatico here. I had him at number eight as well. Uh, for me, this is another era argument uh, because again, I believe it was more difficult to pass previously than it is now. It just be- becomes more difficult to pass as the um, as the league officiates uh, defense out. Um, and these stats held up pretty damn well, I would say. He had 662 receptions, which is ninth all time. 7.9k receiving yards again, nine ninth all time. He played for 13 years through the 70s to the 90s. Uh, and like you mentioned, he's um, one of the greatest football minds of all time, essentially. He, uh, he was the GM of the, the Ravens, led them to multiple Super Bowls. 
um, and until the Lamar draft, of course. But you know, he built up enough uh, good uh, credit before for me to uh, call him uh, one of the greatest GMs of all time. So, um, Rodi or or, or Naif, do you have anything to say about Ozzie Newsom? Yeah, I have something to say. First of all, I don't want to spend too much time on the the, the guys that from like ten to five, so that we can have a lot of time. At, at the top, I don't want to, like the last time we have like two minutes to talk about the number one guy. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous. So I don't want to spend too much time. But you guys got to stop putting these old heads in these lists, man. I these agree. Guys, I agree. I agree. Old. You never I agree, Lovey. You just saw some numbers. This guy's probably a bum, bro. He's a great GM. He's a great GM. He'd be on my top 10 GM. You got to know the history of the game, Rolly. You got to know that it was more difficult to pass then than it is now, and these stats are incredibly impressive. That's all. You guys also have Ben Coates on the list, too? Listen, man, after number eight or seven or eight, I I just honestly, honestly, I turned into a homer after seven or eight. Uh, I I couldn't put Ozzy Newsom or anybody else on the list. What? Put James Whalen on there? No, almost. I almost did. I, I almost went with your suggestion of James Hanna. But no, I, I agree. I mean, I can see Ozzy Newsom being top 10. I just kind of forgot some of these older tight ends. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I left him off my list. I don't even know who I had at 9 or 10. Okay, but it wasn't Ozzy Newsom. It's hard. Cause I, like, think, I think I had Jay, Jay Novacek somewhere there. Yeah. Ozzy Newsom is so old, he retired from being a GM. That's how old this Yeah, guy. but I think he's like the president now, so he got a promotion. Something like that. But you know he's like he's like through and through. So he was in, with Cleveland. He played with Cleveland, and I think he Baltimore. moved with them from Cleveland to Baltimore for that yes. original team. That's how old he is. He's a lifer, baby. <laughs> he's a legend. He's old as dirt. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Let's move on. He's great. Okay, going on to our number nine guy. At number nine, we got. Greg Olson, the Carolina Panther, great. Played for the Bears, played for my Seahawks. He was on my list, Naif's list, and OY's list. Um, we'll start with with Naif here. Where do you have Greg Olson? What do you think of him? Omar, I don't have the list in front of me. Can you can you mention where we all had him on the list? Uh, I mean, I have to go back and check. I think I had him at number eight. Uh, I think so. Where'd you have him? Yeah, you had him at eight. Yeah, I had him at eight. I mean, uh, yeah, man, Olsen was legit. I think he had like three straight 1,000-yard seasons tight end, playing with a bum quarterback. I mean, if you think Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball, Cam Newton is hot trash too. So uh, I think he did a good job. He's also a great announcer now. Not much to be said. He was a solid tight end. Uh, there, were, there were a lack of tight ends for me. I mean, after seven, I, I really had a hard time coming up with eight, nine, and ten. So I, I think I just threw him in there. Yeah, you did mention That's that. It. Oh, why? Yeah, I. Um, it's funny because when I was first going through this, I was like, "Bro, there's no way Greg Olson's like going to be top ten. But then, like, you go through it, and there's not a lot of tight ends. Yeah. It's just not. It's like a scarcity. And I was like, "Dang, maybe he is." And when you compare him to his peers, he was actually really good, right? And I, like, I mean, you can go more into his stats, but his they hold up very well for his era. They're actually kind of similar to Ozzie Newsom's, by the way. I just looked at it. But, uh, <laughs> you really forced into Ozzie Newsom being in place. We don't agree. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I was a little surprised because I felt like when 
Olsen was playing, there were a lot of really good tight ends. So maybe like, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of forgot about him. But when you dig into this a little bit, he was probably one of the best of the last like 30 years. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for me, this is a pure stats argument. He barely made this list for me. Um, and he, he was more like a compiler, really. And uh, it's a longevity argument as well. Um, he was a great threat for those great Carolina Panthers teams. He, I would say he, he was the best receiver on those uh, Cam Newton teams that made it to the Super Bowl, made it deep in the playoffs. Um, 742 receptions, with the, which is sixth all-time. Uh, and 8.6K receiving yards at seventh all-time. And he played for 14 years. It's a very impressive career. You know, he's just, um, he put together a really good career. I'm not sure that, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe tight ends will break it in the future, but it's very impressive. Any word on on uh, Greg Olson, uh, Rodi, or does the elephant behind you have anything to say? No, the elephant doesn't have anything to say, but Greg Olson looks like an elephant. This guy, honestly. <laughs> like, look, man, I really think stats are very deceiving, especially in the NFL. Because there's so many things that play into a guy's stats. Greg Olson has great stats, but he doesn't pass when you watch him play. Wait, what, do you, what did you say? What did you say, uh, uh, Baggers? You said, I put him on the list purely because of stats. You know why? Because when you saw him play, it's like he's not even there. Who cares? He's boring, bro. I had him at number 10. Come on, yeah, guys, man. It's, it's tough to put anybody else on here. It's the, that, that's the thing. It's tough. I mean, when you look after him, it's like, oh, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's nobody after him, really. I, I I didn't put him on the list, so clearly I had some guys that were better than him. Maybe you guys yeah. disagree. But you yeah. can't just look at the stats, man. It's not fair. It is. Everyone has their criteria. Stats are very, very important to be a great tight, uh, a great player in the NFL. Uh, in addition to style and flair and the things that you value as well. But we're going to go ahead and jump into number eight. At number eight, we have... Jimmy Graham! The New Orleans Saints, great. Also played for my Seahawks. Also played for the Bears. Uh, very similar to the, the the arc of Greg Olson, actually. Uh, he also played for the Packers. He played for like a bunch of teams. But he was on my list, he was on Naif's list, and he was on the Riders list. So we'll go ahead and start with the rider here. Where do you have Jimmy Graham? What do you think of him? I had Jimmy Graham actually pretty high. I had him at six. Mm. What is he, number eight on this list? Yes. So I had him at six. Jimmy Graham is a monster. However, he was also the most annoying tight end to have on a fantasy team because his stats are not consistent. He'll have one game where he goes crazy and then seven games where he does nothing. But when you watch this guy play, he's huge, he's tall, he's fast. He can. He's basically a wide receiver mm-hmm. that's bigger playing at a tight end position. His, his stats, you like stats? Yeah. Stats are absolutely fantastic. Oh, now you like stats. Yeah, no, let's, talk, saying, let's talk some stats. No, I'm saying that stats are deceiving. You can't just look at the numbers. Yeah. You have to account for everything. I'm a, I have a holistic mindset. MashaAllah. And Jimmy Graham, come on, man. This guy at his prime was unreal. Yeah. So he had to be on this list. There you go. NF, what did you think of him? Yeah, again, I don't know where I had him on my list. I definitely had him high on my list. Maybe sixth or seventh. Um, it's on yeah, your phone. I think it just, 
it just speaks to the state of these tight ends outside of the top five. I mean, it's anybody's guess. Uh, I, I I compare him to like a Tony Gonzalez light. I mean, he's just you know he's another extension of that uh, basketball player turned tight end. He had a great start to his career with uh, Breeze. Then he kind of fell off later. You know, he played with Russell Wilson. He played with Aaron Rodgers. Didn't do too much afterwards. He had like five Pro Bowls. He had some stats. He was like a wide receiver playing uh, tight end. Yeah. Uh, I had him at seven, right? You had him at ten. Oh, ten. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'll say this. I hate that Seattle traded for him because they needed a pass-catching tight end, and they immediately turned him into a blocker and ruined the latter years of his career because in New Orleans, he was once a generational tight end with his um, you know, receiving ability. First tight end, I remember, that actually put forth an argument to be paid like a wide receiver and kind of had um, kind of had a point, essentially, because he was crazy productive. Uh, 713 receptions, 7th uh, all-time, 8.5K receiving yards, 8th all-time, played for 12 years. It's just a great, it's a great resume, and uh, I, have, I have Seattle to blame for really the, uh, the downfall of his career. Um, but that's, how, that's what I have to say about Jimmy Graham. I had him number 7 on my list. Oh, why? Any, any words on Jimmy Graham? Yeah, I, this one was actually kind of hard for me. I didn't have him on my list, and it's yeah, I didn't, and it's because I think the second half of his career was such a hard drop off, uh, which is unfair to him, I know, but it's kind of like what I remember. But I totally understand why somebody would have him on his list. So I'm looking at his stats from 2011 to 2014. So he had nine. 89 catches, then 85, then 86, then 85. And he had 11 touchdowns, 9, 16, and then 10. So for like that four-year period, he was a monster. Mm-hmm. But he had such a hard drop-off after that that it was hard for me to kind of like put him top 10. Or I guess maybe not that hard, but I think that's what kept him off. He's probably at like 11. Oh, I don't think it's unfair to him. I mean, I think he was just asked to do things a tight end should do, a traditional tight end, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Yeah, so he's just a glorified receiver in my eyes, to be honest. Yeah, he, he this guy. Did you guys know this guy averaged twelve yards a catch in his whole career? It's pretty good. Pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's go ahead and jump into number seven, fellas. At number seven, one of us is not gonna like this. I can guarantee you that. One of us. At number seven, Kellen. Winslow Sr., the San Diego San Diego Charger great, and we're not talking about the son that has some questionable uh, fetishes that, uh, you know, we, we, we might have what? to mention this. But anyway, so Wait, he was he was on my list. He was on OY's list. He was on Nav's list. Of course, he wasn't on the Rada's list because the Rada doesn't consider anyone that played in the 80s an NFL player. So we're going to go ahead and start with OY. <laughs> what do you think of Kellen Winslow Sr.? So I think I think Winslow is the first. I think he was like the father of like the modern tight ends. You know what I mean? Like I think he laid the groundwork for all of these tight ends that came later, like the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, just a monster, man, an absolute beast. Like he, his his game would have held up in later eras as well. And. You know, there's a reason he was like the all-decade team. There's a reason why he's talked about. So I had him at five. Like, I'm just a little lower than what I had. I had him like as a top five tight end of all time. 
And I think when he retired, I think he was probably the greatest tight end of all time. I think the guys who came after him passed him. Uh, but yeah, like absolute monster. I think he was the precipice or the predecessor for a lot of what we have now, the modern types. Yeah. NF. You, you, yeah, you, yeah, you mean, said you didn't uh, go agree. with the old guys and you went with an old guy. Well, explain yourself. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, this was an exception. Uh, I agree with the why. I think when he did retire, he was probably the greatest offensive tight end. I also agree that his game would have translated. I think he would have been a top tight end in this modern NFL. Uh, he had three years where he caught at least 88 passes. I think he offensive was... Offensive tight end? What's, a, what's an offensive tight end? Like a, a guy that catches the ball a lot. Ah. Uh. Uh, yeah, maybe he wasn't the greatest blocker, but he had three seasons with at least 88 catches. We're talking early 80s here. Uh, he had a season where he was uh, voted, uh, I think, sixth in the MVP voting. So, I mean, he was a great pass catcher. I don't know about his blocking, to be honest. Um, I think I had him at seven. He's He should be in the top ten for sure. I don't know what while he's smoking. But. Uh, listen, man, it's not about whether I'm smoking something or not, but... Unless a guy is an all-timer, like he is, he is for tight ends. He is, yeah, he definitely is. He retired as the greatest tight end. Watch you play. I can't really put you on my list, man. I, I, I don't care. Like, you have to be insanely, you know, uh, 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 influential, and he's not. You had Marion Barber as the top ten running back. Have you ever watched Marion Barber play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do this again. All right. Yes, I have. I think I've watched every game Marion Barber played. incredible, play. man. He, he should have been one of, I was telling you, man. Oh, circumstances. <laughs> circumstances. He would have been the greatest, man. Wow. Well, okay. I had Kellen Winslow at number nine on my list. He's kind of like the Steve Largent of tight ends. Uh, in his prime in the 70s and 80s, he was, he was the greatest. But, you know, Ozzie Newsom happened to play four more years than him and rack up more stats. But I, I, overall, I don't think he was the, the better tight end. He just kind of played more years. Um, his numbers here, five, uh, 541 receptions, that's 16th all-time, 6.7K receiving yards, 15th all-time. But he did it in nine years. So it, it's one of those things that when you balance the number of years he played with the stats, it's it's incredibly impressive. So uh, – I suppose, Roda, I'll give you the floor. You have anything to say about Kellen Winslow? Do you even know he existed? No. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. We're gonna I move on want to. to know about his son and his fetishes, I think. Yeah, actually, I do want to know. What? Did you <laughs> look play? it up. Oh, look, he's, look. A, he's, he's a rapist. <laughs> okay. He gave he gave Ben Roethlisberger That's a run wrong, for his money. Bro, you can't be doing that. Bro, it's okay. He gave Ben Roethlisberger a run for his money. Hey, listen, if you don't know about Kellen Winslow Jr., look him up. Google him. He uh, rapes older women. Oh, like, slow down with the weird stuff. It's weird, it's weird stuff. Just, we don't need to address it at all. Just look it up. He was charged, man. Like, he, was he, was he was convicted. He was convicted. He was convicted. Okay, we're going to move on to the, to the number six guy here. And I was very, very surprised at where this guy ended up on this list. Very surprised. He's going to say Jason Wynn. You better not say Jason Wynn. Jason Witten at number six all time. The Dallas Cowboy great. I couldn't believe it. We got two Cowboys on here. And not only that, but I had him on my list at number two. So it was not me that that uh, that, that got him down at number six. 
So he was on all of our lists, okay? So now if you're raising your hand, go for it. Yeah, uh, listen. I had him at number five. I just didn't want to be a homer. You know, I thought you guys were going to have him at seven or eight. Um, if I had a mulligan, I'd have a completely different list. I'd have him higher. I'm looking up his stats right now. He had the second most 75 catch seasons with eight. He had six 80-yard catch seasons. He had four 90-catch seasons. And he was tied with Tony Gonzalez at the time that he retired with the most 90-catch seasons with four. Uh, I think in terms of consistency, this guy is definitely up there. He wasn't the fastest. Uh, he was definitely one of the strongest. Uh, when it comes to complete tight ends, I think I would have Meyer if I, if I were to do my list again. But I didn't want to come off as a homer, so I had him at number five. Wow, that's very um, admirable. But uh, it, it's great to know that you had him at number two. I, number I two for me. Oh, yeah, why? Top, top three. Oh, why? Cowboy fan. Talk what, about your what boy. Number he, what, what, what number is he on the list? Six. So that's about like where I, I had him at seven, actually. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So, and I felt that. The reason is, is because he's not well, over. The last few years, he was kind of just there. Honestly, let's like let's be real about it. But he played for like twenty years, or what? I know, I know. But like the last few years, he was just kind of there, and I, I think it kind of left like a sour taste in him. We've talked about this. Yeah, he's a uh, dick. But I, I, I agree with you. He is the most consistent tight end of all time. Uh, I agree with you on that, and he is the most reliable and durable tight end of all time. Greatest like, blocking like, slash catching tight end of all time. Most complete, yeah, I would say yeah. that. Because if you think about it, even if you take away like the last like four years, that's like 13 years of like elite Hall of Fame play, right? Um, the reason that I have him at seven, though, like the, the real reason is that I don't think he like changed the game as much as these other Titans or could have impacted the game. For example, you have some of these guys who can take a catch and go the distance or or make like that game-breaking play. Witten was like Mr. Consistent and Mr. Reliable, which is great. He was I never think, the number one tight end, right? You mean like in the league? In the league, at any time. That's hard, man. Because again, this is like a golden era of tight ends. Yeah. We'll see. Like this is like the golden age of tight ends. So. No. It's hard. Like you can make the argument, but um, that's the one reason I didn't have Myers because I don't think he was like a game breaker like the others. But if you look at if you talk about consistency yeah nobody could top jason Witten in terms of consistency and reliability yeah dorada you had him on your list i did i had him at number five and incredible and, i'm shocked why he's because he's boring pretty boring man <laughs> here's the thing okay jason Definitely boring. Is like he's like the miley cyrus of titans and i'll explain <laughs> what let me explain partying in miley the usa cyrus. Miley Cyrus, she's unattractive, but somehow she's attractive. I don't understand. It's like she's ugly, but not ugly at the same time. Mm. And and Jason Witten, when you watch him, he's so ugly, but it's still nice. I've never seen a guy look like he's never going to get open, be more open. That's a good point. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Every time, like, man, this guy is not going to get the ball. Yeah. Somehow, way, he's wide open. I know. And every single time, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I think of this guy, I think of the ultimate compiler. 
uh, not fast, and actually pretty slow, but brutally physical and consistent and resilient. To me, he was kind of in the vein of an Emmett Smith or a Frank Gore of, of tight ends, essentially. His stats, 1.2K reception, second all-time. 13K receiving yards, again, second all-time. Played for 17 years. And not only that, but he retired and then came back. By the way, maybe I, I was thinking the reason why you guys put him so low on your list is because he is the worst announcer of all time. All-time. Hands all-time. down. Yeah, the worst, yeah. yeah. So worst. maybe that's why you guys knocked him down. <laughs> Listen, he gave Booger, Booger McFarland a run for his money, for sure. <laughs> He's worse than Booger. Yeah. He's the worst of yeah. all time, for sure. Um, Absolutely. Quick, before we, quick Jason Witten story, I got to get this out there. Just to kind of like encompass who he is. His rookie year, Knife knows what I'm talking about. He broke his jaw. Oh, yeah. Bill Parcells made like a comment about his toughness, questioning his toughness. That man went out there the next week and played the rest of the season with the wired up jaw. Yeah. And that's just kind of like wow. who he was. He missed one. I think he missed one game. Like there was a stretch where he played every game. He missed one game where he like lacerated his spleen. Yeah, and then came back the next week or something. Yeah, crazy. And he and yeah. he had one of the greatest uh, highlights of any tight end where the helmet got the knocked helmet. off. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. The chipped helmet. Yeah. Okay, fellows, we're moving into the top five tight ends of all time. I'm going to say before I say this guy, I do not agree with where he is ranked here, but we're going to go ahead and say it. Number five. Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chief, great, current great right now. He, again, was on all of our lists here. Um, we can go ahead and, and start with the Rada. Uh, what do you think of Travis Kelsey? Where do you have him on your list? I'm a little surprised he's this high, guys. Like, I thought by, by putting him at seven that I was doing something ridiculous, you know? I thought I was being the, you know, the, the I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but... You know, the, the the one with the crazy takes. Sneaky Charlie. But he's number, what did you say, number four or five? Five. That's five. unbelievable. But you know what, man? This guy is the next stage in tight ends. He is yeah. so goddamn good. He yeah. does everything. He's like, if you take Jason Witten and Antonio Gates and you combine them, you get Travis Kelsey. Wow. What an unbelievable player. Yeah. I, I just think that this guy is... A generational talent. The only reason I didn't put him higher is because his career is he's still early. Yeah. I think if he continues, I mean, it's obvious that if he continues at this pace, he's going to be probably the greatest. But he's going to be at least, even if he doesn't continue at this pace, he's going to be one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He's so good. He's so good. He's a tight end and a receiver. Yeah. It's very rare. It's really the next level of tight ends. Agreed. Oh, why? Where'd you have him? What do you think of him? Yeah, so I've, I had him about right here. I think I had him at number six. Um, I hated putting him above Jason Witt, you know, but, like, he's got that Super Bowl ring. He's got, like, again, that game-breaking ability. He has two. Yeah, you're right. Um, Big reason. When I think of Travis Kelsey, man, like, I think of a guy who was, like, going to a Garth Brooks concert and ended up at, like, a Jay-Z concert. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, <laughs> as a tight end, he is, I agree with Rodney, like, he is a receiver playing tight end. And you pair him with the best quarterback in the league, and you're going to have him putting up these monster numbers year after year. And he's, it's, like, unstoppable. 
right? They move them around, put them in the slot, put them outside, doesn't matter. So Would you I say you, like, pa- you pair them with what? Oh, I, I, I didn't catch that. You pair them with best quarterback in the league. Yeah, Nate, we're going to get to this when you talk about it and what I'm going to say. Because, whatever, go ahead, f- finish up with why. <laughs> um, so, I, it wouldn't sh- surprise me if by the time Kelsey's done, Absolutely. Naif, go ahead and explain yourself here because I'm yeah. going to come right at you after what you have to say. Yeah, listen, I mean, I, I, I agree. You pair him with the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. You know, you're going to you're gonna have some great what? stats. Uh, I had Kelsey at number two. I think if we do this list in a couple of years. Holy moly, you're yeah. out of yeah. your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Listen. I go ahead, keep, keep, go ahead, keep talking, Nave. You have him as I your think, second greatest tight end of all time, and you still think Patrick Mahomes is the yes. greatest quarterback of all time, even though I, he has the I, second greatest tight end of all time. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. I also had uh, Gronkowski very high on my tight end list. Should I not have Brady as my number one uh, quarterback of all time? Listen, let's let's hold it for a second. Uh, Kelsey's not just a pass catcher. He's all—he's actually a really good blocker. But let's go through some of his pass-catching stats. He holds the NFL record for most consecutive and most overall seasons for any tight end with 1,000 yards. Seven. Four All-Pros. Eight-time Pro Bowler. Two Super Bowls. What is he, 30, 31, 32? He's young. He's only played for 10 years. He's only played for 10 years. Uh, this guy's incredible. He's number two on my list. He will probably be the greatest tight end when his career is all said and Absolutely. Absolutely. The greatest quarterback playing with the greatest tight end just has no no factor at all in, in, in Patrick Mahomes' of greatness. Of course. No. 800, no he, he, definitely, he definitely factors into Patrick Mahomes' big greatness. Time, big time. 814 receptions. That's fifth all-time already. 10.3K receiving yards. That's fourth all-time already. These are damning stats against Naive's claim that Mahomes is the greatest Quarterback no, no, of all no, time. No, 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 you can't. You can't have Brady number one. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. He played uh, with Alex Smith, okay, for four years. For four yeah. years, before Patrick Mahomes was was ever there, and he had um, multiple thousand yard seasons before, okay. w- with Alex Smith, and eight, he had I think two hundred eight hundred yard plus seasons and two thousand yard plus seasons with Alex okay. Smith. So, he consistently gets open. Um, he is absolutely a mismatch for, for, for linebackers. And he is on a trajectory to become the greatest tight end of all time. And he did it before Mahomes was there. He was the weapon. He is the weapon that is accelerating Mahomes, Mahomes into the quarterback Mahomes. that he's becoming. Backers, you had him at two? Two! Number two! I had him at number two as well. I had him at number two Sorry, as well. Sorry, I, I had him at number three. Number three. But how does this take away from Mahomes? Brady played with Moss, Gronkowski, because, and we still because of him how the great I, because of how great that guy is. You you, okay. you you know you talked about how Tyreek Hill left and Patrick yeah. Mahomes still won a Super Bowl. Didn't matter because he had Travis Kelsey, who is potentially the greatest tight end of all time. He has a weapon unlike anybody else. I agree, but you need weapons. Yeah, you need the, weapons. The, the, the thing is, and as Brady also had. Dion Branch or whatever the hell his name was. Wes Welker. And he won he won Super Bowls with nobody and with people. So he has seven, bro. Come on, man. Let's, 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 let's stop this. Seven All right. Rank. 
Let's go ahead and move on. It's an interesting discussion. I think if we revisit this a little bit later, Travis Kelsey's on a trajectory. I can't believe Lily had him at number seven. This, that's like ridiculous. For the vibes and uh, modern players and all that, you got him at number seven? Yeah, because like, I just, I could have put him in front of some of these guys. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about some of these other guys. At number four, we have... Uncle Shannon, Shannon Sharp, the Denver Bronco great, Yakubi's boy. Uh, he was like an- another guy that was on all of our lists. Uh, we'll start with OY here. What do you think of Shannon Sharp? Where'd you have him? Yeah, man, absolute beast. This is actually where I had him. Uh, you know, it was Cowboy hater number one, so I kind of have some feelings about it. But as a player, the guy is like unbelievable. Uh, you know, I grew up watching him. I just remember he's another one of these guys who, again, was like a receiver playing tight end, but he, like, he was huge, man. Like, you could not tackle this guy. You know what I mean? Like, and he was fast. You know, he catches the ball and he's rumbling down the field. Like, you cannot stop this guy. And you look at his stats. His stats are amazing for the era that he played in. He played with great quarterbacks, uh, but they also won, right? Three-time Super Bowl champion. And another big thing about him is that did it for two different teams, right? Mm-hmm. He did it with the Broncos, and he went to the Ravens, and he was great with the Ravens. One with the Ravens. Uh, I also think he's like a top five trash talker of all time, probably. If you see some of those old clips, he's absolutely up there. So, yeah, Uncle Shay Shay, um, number four, uh, seems about right. Solid. NF. Talk about yeah, I had him. I had him eye on my list. I'm not sure if I had him. At, I think I had him at number four. Uh, 10, 10 seasons with at least 60 catches, three eighty catch seasons, three Super Bowls, um, greatest horse to ever play the game of football. Uh, Hall of Famer. I think he had, he had like a 96-yard touchdown catch in one of these playoff games with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal at that age. Yeah. Uh, definitely a top five tight end. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Rider. Shannon. I had him at number two, guys. Yeah, you had him high. The Talk man about is a three-time. This guy, by the way, was the number one receiver at, at uh, when he was at Denver. Like, yeah, he was a tight end, but he was mm. the go-to guy. Mm. Yes. Who? Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey. I mean, Rod Smith. Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey. Are you kidding me? For sure. Joking, man! You, what did you say earlier? I'm smoking crack. Rod Smith, yeah. Look at look up his stats. What are you talking about? Shannon Sharp is on another level, bro. He's uh, he's for sure, for sure. He is the ultimate clutch guy. That's why he's on this list. He's clutch. He yeah. catches big time catches. Yeah. Super Bowl, baby. And also, he has after his NFL career is one of the most entertaining people. He's he's probably I think. He has some kind of mental condition, I'm sure. <laughs> Skill. But the guy is incredibly entertaining. He is influential. He he. Uh, I, I never thought anybody would be crazier than Stephen A. Smith, and Shannon Sharp managed to do it somehow. Dealing with him every day for years, man, that's tough. Uh, mm. but come on, man. I mean, I, I I actually almost put him at number one, but obviously I could not because wow, the guy at number one is. Legend. Untouchable, yeah. 
So for me, I had him at number five. I had him barely ahead of Gronk because of the era that he played in, essentially, where it was more difficult. 815 receptions, fourth all-time. 10, uh, uh, 10K receiving yards, fifth all-time, played for 14 years. Uh, this is a, uh, the, uh, the guy that right now I think is neck and neck with Kelsey in terms of stats. They're very, very close in stats. Kelsey is going gonna, is gonna to break all of Shannon Sharp's stats. He's going to eclipse him this, this coming year. But uh, great player, great player for like oh I mentioned he had a uh, he was he had a whole career with the Broncos and then had a great career with the Ravens as well. So Shannon Sharp at number four, moving into our top three fellas. At number three, we have. Antonio Gates, another San Diego Charger, great. Another guy that was in all of our lists. The Rada as you're going away. We need you, bro. We need you. Tell us where you had him on your list. Are you people insane? Have you lost your mind? Antonio Gates is the greatest tight end ever. It's not even a question. It's not even close. What's wrong with you people? Number three? Yeah. Walk above Antonio Gates, bro. Yeah. Did you not watch what this guy was doing? Tell Have us. Have you not... Used these gates were insane, bro. He was Yeah, yeah. No, clearly, clearly you uh you had a number one on your list. You're a big fan of Gates. We all are, hundred percent. Uh we'll go to to NF here. What'd you think of Gates and his career and where'd you have him? Incredible, man. Just another uh basketball player turned tight end. Uh by the way, this guy played in the Elite Eight of uh the NCAA tournament. It's pretty crazy. Took Kent State to the Elite Eight. Uh, he had 116 touchdown catches, NFL record, I think, or at the time was. Uh, most multi-touchdown games by tight end with 21, and the fourth most 100-yard receiving games by tight end, also with 21. Uh, great pass catch and tight end. One of the greatest pass catch and tight ends. Not so great as a blocker, and that's why he didn't make. That's why he didn't end up as number one. Are on you my taking list. people up for blocking skills? Yeah, you got. What I mean, listen, you, listen. As a tight end, you're a sixth offensive line. Oh, this guy's so, not a good blocker, man. I can't put him. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to consider block. Otherwise, uh, let, let's just uh, include them in the wide receiver. Randy Moss, he's not a good blocker. He's a wide receiver. All right. You know, I, you know what? You know what? As as a wide receiver, I'd probably have Gates like twenty eighth. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why? What do you think of Gates, man? Yeah, man, I um, I agree with everything that Rondi and I said. I can understand. What do you mean? Why we, said, we said two, two, we said two very different things. Sir. No, 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 no. But both of you guys. So Rondi said he's one, right? But you explain why he's not one. So I agree. You agree, like, you agree with that? Yeah, I agree that that's why he's probably suited at number three, which is actually yes. where I had him. Okay. Um, the only reason he literally the only reason he's not higher is because again he played in the golden era of tight ends right mm. and he is like in a weird way kind of slept on I think as Roddy is like losing his mind over here. Um, <laughs> I think that yeah, he's guy, number four, right? We have a four three. on our list. Three. 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 Oh. Um, I think this guy of all these tight ends might have been the best red zone threat. In fact, I think he is the best red zone threat of all these guys. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like, you know, that was like the strength of his game. You know, those uh, 
those those jump balls, those fake fake passes. You know, if you look at his stats, he consistently averaged over you know eleven yards, twelve yards, thirteen yards, and I think that kind of explains to me how he's always like pushing the ball down the field. Yeah. Um, very quietly, I think you know he is. It's really weird. He's like the most quiet top three player of all time at his position because nobody like you know really mentions him as much. And that might have been because maybe the teams he played with didn't have that success that the other team did. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think number three is about right. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean. Stuck on the Chargers with, with Phillip Rivers. You're right. Didn't have a lot of that uh, overall success with the team. And listen, I think he is um, probably the most athletic tight end of all, that, that I've ever seen of all time. I, in my perspective, the most athletic tight end of all time. Converted basketball player, like you guys mentioned, which seems to be the perfect position that translates to uh, becoming a tight end from basketball because you do a lot of the same things. You know, you set screens box out, rebound, all that kind of stuff that he used in the NFL. Um, uh, 955 uh, receptions, third all-time. Uh, 11.8K receiving yards, again, third all-time. So he's third all-time in both of those stats, played 16 years. Only reason I had him at number four on my list. Only reason is because I am 100% sure that Travis Kelsey is going to surpass him. I mean, his, his stats aren't uh, big enough that uh, he, he's going to keep Kelsey from, from surpassing him. So, Antonio Gates at number three on our list, but number one in Roddy's heart. Number two, we got Rob Gronkowski, Gronk himself, the Patriot great, and then the uh, the guy that helped the Bucks uh, win a Super Bowl as well. So again, he was on all of our lists here. Um, NF, we'll, we'll go ahead and start with you. Would you have Rob? What do you think of him? I had him at number three right behind Kelsey. Uh, I think he called it quits too soon, came back, did pretty well, and then retired again. Uh, and I think he has CTE, so I think that kind of hurt his... You think? Uh, standing. Yeah, for sure. Man. He, se- he seemed a little, like, jockish even before, like, he, uh... Yeah, but I think uh, he's just... I, I don't see like any breaks those there. Dude, the guy is dumb as rocks. Uh, listen, he, he has the most uh, postseason career uh, touchdowns, 15. Has a total of uh, 300 receiving yards in the, Super, in the Super Bowl combined, which is, I don't think any other side end is going to come close to that. Maybe Kelsey. Um, but he played with Brady, so should we have him further down on the list? According to your uh, metrics, all guys. Right, all right, we get it. Uh, yeah, but no, he's he's definitely a top three tight end, three on my list. Okay. Oh, why? What do you think of uh, Gronk? So, I actually had him at one on my list. And Is it one? I had a really hard time. I had a really hard time with that because like that's why I texted you guys. I, I'm having a hard time keeping like you know, those top two spots. And I think that what was kind of throwing me off is like, so the guy who I had at number two short number one now his, his career is so voluminous right he accomplished so much but I think Gronk at his peak like he had a higher apex I think like when he was playing um, he would break open these games and like the way he would impact these games playoff games big time games he was 
was always making these plays in these clutch moments. Uh, and it's like those like stay in my mind. And I think that's what ultimately like pushed me towards MF1. But I can totally understand why you would knock him a little bit because of the durability, because of, you know, injuries, because of honestly somewhat consistency, right? Like sometimes he wasn't always at that peak level. It's just it kind of like came and went waves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think like physically, in terms of like physically imposing his will, he's one of the best I've ever seen. I will, I will also say that he's always, I was always seeing him break tackles and running people over, you know, doing things like that. So uh, that's kind of what had me put him at one, but yeah, one or two. Uh, yeah, the rider. This guy had flash. This guy had personality. What did you think of him? I love Gronkowski, man. I had him at three. And Gronkowski is the, I think he, it's like it's almost like he was built for this position. And he is, I think he's he his whole life, his whole career is built on pure talent and nothing else. <laughs> There's nothing going on up there. <laughs> just, he was. I agree. He was made. I think Tom Brady just said, "Just, just run. Don't worry." I, I think I, publicly, Tom Brady has said, "I just some, sometimes I tell Gronk, Gronk, just run, and I'll throw it to you." Yes, Tom, I run. Yeah, this guy was unbelievable. You guys have met, said all of his points, but he was so. His eye test was amazing. He would make crazy catches. He throws his entire, like. His whole life is into every catch. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So, and just I, don't ask him to play defense. He's not a defensive Oh, the, he gave up the Kenyon Drake miracle, right? Kenyon That's what you're talking Drake about? Miracle, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, this was uh, my biggest point of contention with you guys and with this list because I had him at number six on my list. I am oh, not wow. a big fan of Gronkowski, and this is my biggest counterpoint to you, Naya, because I think when it's all said and done, Rob Gronkowski is going to be at the bottom end of the top 10 uh, tight ends of all time. Listen, brilliant prime, but way too brief to be yeah. higher than this. When I picture him, it's in a leg brace. It's in an arm brace. It, you know, very, very physical player that was constantly, constantly injured. Constantly yeah. injured. Um, 621 re uh, receptions, 10th all-time. Uh, 9.2K receiving yards, 6th all-time. 11 years, but he retired and, and came back. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant prime, but just injured. He had a he had a bad, bad injury history and didn't play enough years, and so I can't put him any higher than six. And I think eventually he's probably going to drop down to seven, eight, or nine after it's all said and done. Um, hey, he survived uh, Aaron Hernandez, so he did. That's true. And he's also is that is that your uh, alarm? All right, we got we got Nayef having to go uh, take care of some uh, some business here, but we're gonna go ahead and announce the number one guy of all time. I don't know if he needs a drum roll, but he's gonna get it anyway. That's all right. You guessed it, Tony Gonzalez, the greatest tight end of all time. He was on all of our lists. Um, Oi, we can go ahead and, and and start with you here. You had Gronkowski just a little bit ahead of him. What do you think of Tony? Yeah, I, I, I could have easily put 
Tony Gonzalez at one, honestly. Like, how many records does this guy hold? You know, how many, you know, sort of receptions, yards, tight ends, like, uh, touchdowns, like, whatever. Um, this guy is up there. I think he's actually, like, up there in terms of, like, overall receptions, including both tight ends yeah. this year. I, I don't know what the number is, but I know he's up there. Top number five. One. He's one? No. no. Most career receptions, yes, for tight end. It's for a tight end, but even like receiving yards in general, including wide yeah. receivers, I think he's like top 15K. five. I think he's like top 15K five. Fifteen K receiving yards, one thousand three hundred twenty-five. He's, he's like top five, right, or top four? Yeah, it's like something. It's crazy. Insane. Something insane. If if he had better luck, man. If you know, Horn Anderson makes that kick, or I don't know, like if better QB play. If uh, Dan Quinn runs the ball mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, whatever, like, or I guess. Uh, was he in that Super Bowl? He was, wasn't he? Uh, with the Falcons? So. He, reti- he retired in 2013. Well, I... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember right. distinctly. But they lost. They lost, like, a championship game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, he he, he was elite for a long time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about Jason Witten, who was consistent and there for a long time. So was Gonzalez, but he was elite for a long time. He retired elite. Yeah, he, he retired. He retired as like a top three time, even with the Falcons. I mean, you're yes. putting up. You're talking like a hundred receptions a season, ninety nine, ninety six, over a thousand yards. You know, double digit touchdowns seasons like consistently for a long time. Um, I almost kind of want to say he's like the Jerry Rice of tight ends. You know, like yeah. at least statistically. Um, terms of like this this guy holds all the records it's crazy yeah nf talk to us about uh tony gonzalez man yeah i mean uh oh touched on a lot of the points but even in his last uh last two seasons in the nfl he had 93 catches and 83 catches 930 yards 860 yards eight tds apiece yeah so this guy was still great uh, at the end of his career he retired as top tight end uh when I looked at the stats, he only had like four 1,000-yard seasons. Uh, but he had like one, two, three, four, five 900-plus-yard receiving seasons. So, I mean, where he had under 1,000. So, um, yeah, and he was kind of underrated as a blocker. I mean, peop- I mean, people make you think this guy didn't block. What's wrong blocking, bro? What is wrong with you, man? Because you have to block. Like I said, you're an extension of the offensive line. You're the sixth offensive line. Uh, wasn't the greatest blocker. He wasn't on Witten's level as a blocker, but he did do some blocking. Uh, and I think to be a great tight end, you have to be a good blocker. Uh, this guy was just so good as a pass catcher that I had him number one on my list. Yeah. The rider. Okay, so, so Ty- if you had him number one, Baggers, would you have him? I have him number one. And O.Y.? Okay, so <laughs> number number eleven. <laughs> no, no, I had my number four. Okay. Yeah. So I had ahead of him Antonio Gates. Obviously, first of all, you guys are crazy. Antonio Gates is one hundred percent the greatest tight end of all time. All right. There's no. He's not. No, he's not. I had Shannon Sharp in front of him because I just think Shannon Sharp is a more influential person, and he was clutch. Clutch matters, right? And uh, Tony Gonzalez is not clutch. And he is like Jay Rice, but not for the reasons that you're saying, oh, why? He's like Jay Rice because if you play for 37 years, you are going to get a lot of moves. Okay? Great, greatest play, player intro of all time. 
Huh? Greatest player intro of all time. You know when they do Tony those player intros? I'm Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez. <laughs> the anchor man one. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, actually, okay. Are you thinking he's of moving him up your guy. list, he's Rada? He was, he was great off the court, too. A lot of philanthropy. Stuff like that. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, that's... For, for, the, for, for the Rada, it's like pizzazz, philanthropy, blocking. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Flash is the most important thing. Yeah. Because you guys are not think. You guys are looking at all these numbers and stuff, but you forgot what this entire sport is about. Entertainment. Entertainment. Entertain me. In Ben Roethlisberger's case, it's rape. Oh my oh. God! You you are you are on it today. You are on it today. Let's do a yeah, count of how many times uh, Naif has mentioned that today. So, okay, Tony Gonzalez, I had him at number one um, reluctantly because even very late period, um, Gonzalez, like you guys mentioned, in the 2012-2013 uh, playoffs with the Falcons, I remember what he did to, uh, to my Seahawks in that game where they, they should have gone on and gone to the, to the Super Bowl, but he was just so, so consistent every single year. He might be one of the only players that retired still being, an, you know, like he didn't wash out. He didn't wash out of the league at all. He could have still played for several more years, even though he played for 17 years. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you guys mentioned, another converted basketball player uh, where the skill set was applied perfectly. And it's crazy that Kansas City might end up with the two greatest tight ends of all time. Isn't that kind of kind of crazy? But, yeah, like you guys mentioned, first all-time, 1.3K receptions, 15.1K receiving yards. Again, first all-time. And he's, I think, a, a receiver. Just like a, a receiver of the ball, he's like a top three greatest receiver of the ball of all time statistically right now. We'll see how long that holds up. But that's our list here. That's our list of the top ten tight ends. Uh, we got four minutes here. I, 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 have a, I have a few questions. Who on you guys' list didn't make the general list? Ozzie Newsom. No, he made it. He made it. Ozzie no, Newsom he, made it. Yeah, no, he wasn't on my list. Oh, no, oh I got it. Who was on your it. list? I got a guy since nine. Oh, yeah. I had Ben Coates. Jay Novacek. Who? No, no, no. I had Ben Coates at ten. I think I, 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 I don't know. You, you guys threw. You guys no no. All the guys that were on my list made the list. Oh damn. Because I know you guys threw in some some guys at the end. Rather tell me, tell us the guy that you guys threw at the end because I know you want to say it. I threw in Aaron Hernandez. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's very consistent. OJ Simpson, Aaron Hernandez. If you're a criminal, you're getting on the Rodas list. Wow. Yo, man, I'm, yo. I mean, if you when Aaron Hernandez was playing, he was amazing. Don't good thing, was... good thing he, good thing he didn't know about Kelvin Winslow Jr.'s uh, <laughs> off, off no, the field. He, 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 <laughs> he would have made the list. <laughs> nice. I had Vernon Davis on the list. He, he got oh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is underrated. Underrated. Yeah. I had George Kittle on the list. Yeah. Kittle's gonna probably crack this list. I think yeah. Kittle cracks the list. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of his career. Yeah. Let, just Jay let, very quickly, like 30 seconds, OY and NF, who else did you guys have on your, your honorable mentions? No, Novacek. Did you have Novacek, OY? I didn't have Novacek, but I, I would say Novacek. I would also say Brent Jones. Who? Um, the Niners tied him from the 90s, bro. Very who? underrated. I forget, I forget about him. Uh, uh, OY yeah. is like a historian. <laughs> he is, he is. It's a good thing. 
Timing is hard, and I think like what, did you did you try to put Ditka on the list? Were you mad that we made an eighties and above? No. I watched seven hours of Mike Ditka highlights, Nayib, just for you. Yeah, it was all white cornerbacks, man. You cannot, we cannot rate these players. I'll make a separate list just for you. Ditka. Yeah, yeah. Listen, how about we do a list of greatest players that played when when there were white cornerbacks? <laughs> That that'll be in the dog days. Right right before the season starts, we'll we'll go ahead and do that one. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. We only got a couple minutes left, fellas. This hey, has what's been next on the list. Offensive line, bro. Hold on. We can do offensive line. Yeah. Well. we'll so yeah, we're gonna keep continue going here with, with with the offense. Um, Want to thank you all. This was a lot of fun, fellas. Um, do all the stuff, man. You know, subscribe on YouTube. Um, listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We got a lot of reels, a lot of shorts on there that you know never see the light of day. Really, usually on Spotify, so go check those out. Um, thank you all again. Oh wow! I'm not used to having time, huh? I'm not used to having time. I know, I know. We're so efficient. I love it. Yeah, wait till we wait till we get to the offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna are gonna be twiddling our thumbs. You got anything else to say about uh, Trent Williams? <laughs> oh why, NF. The Rada. Thank you all so much. Have a fantastic day, football fans. Until next time.